0: This is the VanFam Podcast with your host, Zachary Van Buskirk, featuring special guests from around the world. Sit back, relax, and here is your host, Zachary Van Buskirk.
1: All righty then, what is up, Van Fam Nation? Welcome to the VanFam Podcast. It's been very, very long, over two years. People have been asking me all around the world, Zach, when is the next Van Fam podcast coming out? And guess what? It is finally here. We probably won't do one for the next 10 years, Bruh. but that's okay. This one's going to be special. This one's going to wrap it up with all of the loose ends you've seen. The VanFam lore will be completed. This episode is very, very special because I got two guests that have inspired change in the community and hopefully for the future. My first guest, everyone, I just want to preface this by uh, telling you, you should hide your moms because this man just renewed his AARP membership and he loves to hang out at Hobby Lobby. People call him the Puppet Master. Please welcome
2: Rex Narvin. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, Just got to prelude this, but there is no age requirement for AARP. So get there, get your 10% off at Denny's, of course. (laughs) <laughs> okay, okay.
1: That is, uh, and also, you actually do hang out at Hobby Lobby to make soap. So, that is a prime location to meet some moms.
2: Hobby Lobby, Costco. You'd be surprised.
1: And then, now, uh, my second guest that will be joining us on this very, very exciting panel today has been hiding in the mountains of Western Pennsylvania since conception, only to rejoin civilization very recently. And he's also my roommate, Adam.
0: Hello, I know where all of you live. I will be visiting you shortly.
1: Okay, well, (laughs) that's a little creepy. Uh, Just uh, some quick housekeeping before we jump into this very jam-packed, very jam-packed episode of the podcast. Uh, If you guys like and subscribe my YouTube channel at 100,000 subscribers, I am going to be doing a face reveal and maybe a giveaway. So who knows? Also... The merch is coming back, ZacharyVanBusker.com slash merch for the hottest merch in the game. So make sure you like that. Everyone's been asking, when are the t-shirts coming out? When can they buy the t-shirts? It's coming real soon. ZacharyVanBusker.com slash shop for the hottest merch in the game. And obviously, uh, I don't know if you guys have been watching the news, but the Ukraine shit has been hitting us pretty hard. Uh, And our thoughts and prayers are with the people... Of Ukraine. So, if you go to zacharybusker slash shop, there will be a link to hopefully donate if we remember to do that. That's the least we can do. Literally, it is the least. Um, Braxton, I have a question for you. Uh, yeah, what you got for me? So uh, we were we've been talking about the Ukraine stuff. Obviously, it is our job to know what's going on in Ukraine. And uh, you're familiar with the Ukraine uh, the Ukraine crisis going on.
2: I I do believe I am, and bruh. Okay, well,
1: uh, I just wanted to, to ask you, uh, for the people, for the people wondering, what can we do out there? I feel like you've had a lot of solutions to it, and you had your own theories on what's really the core issue of the Ukrainian crisis. So, uh, could you just uh, explain your thought process and go back towards uh, what, what you actually feel towards what's going on?
2: Ain't hey, nobody got time uh, for that. Of it. course. Uh, so, first, we all know this is a terrible situation that's happening over there right now. Of course. But has anybody asked the question, is it actually happening? Bruh. Okay, what the heck do you mean? It is It is happening. You sound like
1: uh, the Russian government right now. See,
2: that's what they want me to think. Bruh. But I'm not uh, thinking that, of course. So when you so ask Russia and Ukraine, we get right, kind of a... About,
1: you're talking about the Russian government?
2: I'm talking about, see, there are two sides to every story. And, uh in order to analyze and find an actual solution you have to know your enemy right
1: okay yeah i can buy that
2: so getting into it a little more uh russia says no this is not happening ukraine says uh yeah it kind of is we got video and footage recording but somehow the russian government is convincing most of the russian people that no it isn't wrong
1: Okay, so what the he- oh, what, what are you trying to say? I don't have no idea what you're trying to get at right now.
2: Exactly. And neither do they. And that's what I want them to think. Exactly, right?
1: Okay, so uh, what, how, do you, <laughs> how do you solve this crisis? I asked you how do you solve this crisis. You just said you want them to not know what you think? Bruh. Well, of course. Have you ever read Sun Tzu? I have, uh, Art of War? Yes. Uh, I've uh, skimmed it.
2: Bruh. Well, uh,. Even through just skimming it, you'll get the gist that uh, deception is the heart of warfare, right? Okay. So, I think the way that the Ukrainians make it out of here is to convince the Russians, similar to Schrodinger's cat, are there even Ukrainians here? Hit him with a little bit of deception.
1: uh, Isn't the whole thing about Schrodinger's cat, like, uh, if you you can half exist because there's a possibility you don't exist at the same time that
2: you do exist? I'm getting to that point, okay? Okay, so, okay. okay. <laughs>
1: not, Sorry to jump the gun
2: here. You got, uh, I know you knew, you've already heard my description, but for the fans out there, this is the first time they're hearing of it. So we got to dive into Sun Tzu. There's, there are multi-layers to this solution here.
1: Bruh. Okay.
0: Like an onion. Perception. Yeah, well,
2: oh. yeah, we got to peel back the layers, just like Shrek. Uh, <laughs> so uh, step one. We make the Russians question whether or not they're even in Ukraine because they don't even see Ukrainians. Of course, they don't think they're in Ukraine. But that just leads it to make it easier for us to convince them that they aren't. And in fact, that they shouldn't be bombing this because this is Russia. They're bombing their own houses, OK? And then boom, just you're, like you're, that.
1: You're making my uh, brain hurt right now with the amount of uh, multi-layered chess you're playing.
2: Ah, yes. the The fifth dimensional chess with time travel is uh, one of my favorite games, and I'm I'm kind of extrapolating that into here, and that definitely does go along with uh, Schrödinger's original concept of the Schrödinger's cat. You don't know if it's alive or dead until you actually look, and that kind of pulls the Russians deeper into Ukraine,
0: Whoa. deep enough. Wait a minute here. Whoa. That's a that's a that's a misdescription of Schrodinger's cat. Schrodinger's cat states that the cat is both alive and dead, which if we were to correlate that to the current Ukrainian crisis, it would mean that Ukraine is both Russia and Ukraine at the same time.
2: See, the simple superposition of states implied by Schrodinger's cat is not exactly an alive and dead because you can't be both. You are one or the other until you actually look in.
0: Well, doesn't it all have to do with the probabilistic effects of the actual situation.
2: Bruh. Uh, yeah, but I think you're kind of simplifying it down. What you're describing is how it affects particle physics. But once you actually look at it and apply it to real world situations, as I am doing, it becomes a little less probabilistic and more deterministic. A confusion. A mind game. A mind game. It's OK, a- uh, I'm I'm going to have to pause it right here. It seems like you
1: guys are pretty much fighting over who's right in this. It's getting a little too in the weeds about Troy Cat and hey, Queen hey, of All hey, Things.
2: Not exactly. All right. Okay. You see, we gotta <laughs> we gotta we gotta come to a conclusion here. That's the only way it's gonna work. So the conclusion is I'm correct. Uh, um, you um, simplifying it a bit too much there,
1: I Okay. Okay. Here's the here's how we can determine on who's actually correct. And for my ultimate respect, uh, we can actually see who knows me better, and the winner of Finding out who knows me better will be correct in this argument, and also, a smaller prize, uh, get to name my firstborn. How's that
2: sound? Bruh. Nah, uh, I feel like that's a bit of a non-sequitur, but I'll bite.
1: Okay, uh, Adam, would you like to see who knows me better between you and Braxton Harbin?
2: Oh, well, it's
0: it's clearly me.
1: Bruh. Okay, well, let's see. Uh, I mean... I got some questions right here I can ask you to, and everybody at home can play along. It's just, uh, I'm going to be asking you guys some questions, and we'll see who gets the most right, and uh, whoever does is right and gets to name my kid. How's that
2: sound? I suppose. Okay. I accept these conditions.
1: Uh, I think the best way is just to do this. We're going to go uh, back and forth. I'll be asking Braxton the first question first, and then we will go to Adam, and then we'll just flip-flop. Some of them are multiple choice, and others are just gonna be open-ended and I'm gonna give the point to whoever I think is the most right. So uh, without further ado, I'm just gonna jump right into it. The very first question, Braxton Harbin's gonna go right to you, you ready?
2: All right, hit me.
1: Okay, the first question for the Zachary Van Buskirk game show for all the marbles. What song did I record a cover of uh, for a music video and post it on YouTube in order to, pre- uh, to- in order to impress my now fiance, Alex, I can't speak today. So I recorded a song, a cover of a song, made a music of, music video for it and put it on YouTube to impress Alex. What song was it? Is it a baby by Justin Bieber? B what makes you beautiful by one direction? C F the police by NWA. D, e, arms wide open by Creed Braxton. What is your answer?
2: <sighs> See, since I have not seen the video, I can't make any. Mm, I, I don't I'm gonna have to I go, go by has, and, it I'm just guess. private. <laughs> well, then, that, that's kind of kind of cheating, isn't it? I gotta try to assume which one.
1: I mm. might have mentioned it before, so you should know. I know the fans at home know.
2: You know, I feel like knowing you and how you'd probably go about this. I'm, I'm inclined to say the police. However, I, I, I have a feeling that wouldn't be what you would go about to impress your now fiance.
1: It is not the best for my brand. And yes, it would not. Impress yeah.
2: Me. But it would be interesting enough to probably fall under your wheelhouse. Okay. But I'm going to have to lock in uh, the One Direction. That's what makes you beautiful. Okay,
1: you're locking in B. Adam, the question goes to you. What song did I record a cover of and make a music video to post on YouTube to impress my now fiancé, Alex?
0: That's a great question. Uh,
1: could you it repeat isn't, the okay. answers? A, Baby by Justin Bieber. B, What Makes You Beautiful by One Direction. C, F the Police by NWA. Or D, Arms Wide Open by Creed.
0: You see, I, I think I distinctly remember you speaking of this with Alex while she was here. I might have. Uh, I I think I'm going to have to match uh, Braxton's answer. Oh, no. He's just
2: copying my.
0: That's the strategy
1: he's playing. And guess what? It's working because both of you are incorrect.
2: It is arms wide open by Creed. Oh, you cheated and you still lost? Come on. (laughs) Well, I didn't (laughs) want to make it. I had to keep it
0: interesting, you know? That that makes it not interesting
1: by copying the same answer. That does not make it interesting. Well, we'll see if the strategy works this time, because you're going first, Adam, for this next question. The title. What is the title of my self-published autobiography memoir memoir available on Amazon for only $21.99? It's not available anymore. I don't know why I posted that. So what is the title of my self-published memoir? Is it A, Zachary Van Buskirk, A True Story by Zachary Van Buskirk? B, Surviving the Streets by Zachary Van Buskirk? C, my story rising to the top from nothing, by Zachary Van Buskirk, or D, the truth: a memoir from a man who hasn't seen it but lived it, by Zachary Van
0: Buskirk. Uh, ooh. Well, given given your uh, propensity for uh, what's the word, self-aggrandizingness, I'm gonna go with. A, because it has your name in it the most. So,
1: Zachary Van Buskirk, A True Story by Zachary Van Buskirk, that's your final answer? Absolutely. Okay, Braxton, the question goes to you. My self-published memoir, what's it called? Zachary Van Buskirk, A True Story by Zachary Van Buskirk, Surviving the Streets, My Story, Rising to the Top, or The Truth? Which one is it?
2: See, I feel like it would be a tell-all, so I'm going to have to go with the, the Truth. I feel like that, that would... Uh, kind the of... Truth? Fit,
1: yes. Very interesting. Well, Braxton, unfortunately, you are incorrect. It is A, Zachary Van Buskirk, a true story by Zachary Van Buskirk.
2: See, Adam, didn't that make it more interesting to try to think for myself?
0: It did. It did.
1: That's going to be the uh, the controversy throughout the episode. Adam uh, cheating his way to the top.
0: <laughs> Always. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Question
1: number three is uh, even worse. While running for public office when I was running for president back in 2016, which Pokemon was selected as my political party's animal? Bonus point if you can name the political party, but which Pokemon was the political party animal? Was it A. Pikachu? B. Magikarp? C. Squirtle? Or D. Charmander?
2: Uh. That's, that's a tough one. Yeah, and
1: uh, I wanna brag here that uh, I made it through Photoshop and it was so good, Microsoft Paint specifically, it was so good that people thought I was, I bought that from somewhere. I'm like, no, I just, that Microsoft Paint, I'll send it to you guys later, but uh, I probably would get a cease and desist from Nintendo if they found out about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that uh, that that is on brand for Nintendo. You know, I feel like you'd go for uh, the big name one. I mean, of course, any any presidential candidate will make the big name their actual representative. That's why they make a big deal of choosing vice president. Okay. So I am thinking probably the biggest name, the most recognizable Pokemon out there. I'm gonna go with Pikachu.
1: Okay, Pikachu. Adam, question goes I'm, to you.
0: I'm going to uh I'm going to break the mole, go away from what Braxton's answer was. Uh See, I, I understand that uh, Zack is a very multifaceted person. He represents the duality of man. And therefore, he understands the inherent beauty and the power behind a Magikarp. Therefore, I'm going to lock in Magic Magikarp. Final answer.
1: Okay, well, unfortunately, both of you are once again incorrect. The correct answer is Squirtle. C.
0: I How's use Squirtle as my political animal. Well, I, I, was, I was the closest. Uh, Magikarp mm. resides in water. Squirtle shoots water, therefore...
1: Okay, well, no, no
2: I, close, I but don't no cigar. That. That's, that's, a, that's a loose connection, if any.
1: <laughs> Next time you make another loose uh, connection, I will be deducting a point. <laughs> Next question is open-ended, so one of you is getting a point from this. Maybe both, if the answers are both good. I ask you to grab me a treat from a store on your way home. What do you buy from me? Ooh. Fun fact, I did get this question straight off of the newlywed game show, but you guys are not my Newlywed, so ignore that fact. But this goes to Adam first.
0: Adam, if Ooh. I
1: told you to grab me a treat from the store on your way home, what would you grab me?
0: I, given your history of purchasing it for the snack bar uh, and its employment in VR video games, I will say Poppy, final
2: answer.
1: Pocky sticks? Okay. Braxton, it goes to you. If oh, I asked you I... to give me a snack from the away home, what would you get me?
2: How would I beat Pocky?
1: Oh,
0: shoot. Okay. I could always so, employ my method and take my answer.
2: Nah, because one of us is getting a point, the other one's going to lose. So I'm going to have to go a little bit above and beyond. How about... Hmm, yes. A box of chocolates in the shape of a heart. That I also offer to feed to you directly.
1: Well, the method sounds superior, but unfortunately, the snack is not. Adam gets the point.
2: Let's go! <laughs> now, okay. the open-ended ones are kind of unfair if we come at it from uh, different times.
1: Well, I'll make sure you go... Uh, I th- You'll be going uh, first for the next one, so you'll be okay. It's just an example of Schrodinger's cat. Just another example. Now, this one, this question is a, a bit of a doozy. Which country in the Middle East have I visited? A Israel, B Saudi Arabia, C Ohio, or D Afghanistan.
2: Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Ohio. I, I I know that's the most dangerous one of the of the, the ones listed, but I feel okay. like you'd be brave enough to venture into the the deepest parts of Ohio in search of truth.
0: Okay, uh, Adam. What is what is your answer? I'm going to say, given your family's. Uh, the family business, I'm going to say that you have made a pilgrimage to Israel at some point in your life for research.
1: uh, I will have to tell you there is two questions, or uh, two answers rather, that is correct. Saudi Arabia and Ohio. I've been to Saudi Arabia and Ohio, so Braxton, you just get one point. I probably should have mentioned
0: you could have said two. Uh, But I did not. Well, to be fair, Eh, Ohio is not a country. In fact, Ohio doesn't exist.
2: You don't think... No, Wisconsin... Uh, yeah. Wisconsin doesn't exist Wyoming doesn't exist Ohio is the void but it does indeed exist
1: next time you question my answers I will be deducting a point uh, just just for reference you hate to see it what, you do hate to see it uh, the next question is which superpower would Zachary choose if he wanted to become a superhero and why so first uh, Braxton did <laughs> answer first on this uh, last one so Adam it goes to you first what superpower would I have and why
0: what superpower? Uh, well, again, you're a very multifaceted man, and despite being or having the capability of becoming the center of attention, there are often times when you like to blend into the background. So invisibility may be something that you would look into.
2: But at the same time,
0: at the same time, though, uh, you, you don't do you, multiple you, powers; it's got to be one. All right, I'll, I'll lock in invisibility. Okay. Braxton,
1: goes to you. If I had a superpower, what would the superpower be?
2: Invisibility is not a good superpower for you. That's a villain power. We all know this. Uh, So I'm going to go with something that you could use for either villainy or heroism, whichever one you're feeling that day. And uh, also probably one of the most overpowered ones. The ability to control time. Because then you can prep up anything you need to do. You got all the time in the world. At your fingertips, uh, be it good or evil, people will be I like, a, "Wow, how did he get it done?"
1: I have a question for you. Yes. Does this? Uh, can I speed up time? Can I skip things?
2: You can. You can speed up. You can slow it down. The only thing you can't do with this is jump through time. But I mean, honestly, if you're slowing it down and speeding it up, that like, what? What more okay. do you need? You can make a day pass in a second, and you'll just be sitting there.
1: Well, uh, I think the point obviously is going to go to Braxton on the sole reason where uh, I can already become invisible. I know how to do that already, so Braxton yeah. <laughs> that, gets the point.
0: That that was what I was going to say afterwards, but I was uh, very well. Off.
2: He talked himself into a hole.
1: You did talk yourself. I thought you were just going to mention another superpower. I'm like, listen, I'm not, I'm not Iron Man here. I can't do multiple things. Now, this question will go. This is uh, another open-ended question. It's going to go to Braxton first. So you will have the advantage uh, who would play me in a movie and why so what just doesn't really need to be a why but who's the best person to play me in a movie
2: nobody could capture your capture your essence you would play you in the movie you okay. they, of course they would try to reach out to you you'd be expensive of course but of course if i if i would...
1: denied the invitation because it wasn't enough money
2: mm. oh well, now, now we get into something interesting. Um, I would say Dwayne The Rock Johnson, because he plays everybody now.
0: Okay, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, very that's interesting. A, that's a fair point. Uh,
2: Zach, you should know my answer, given I've already pointed
0: out the similarities between uh, you and this actor. But circa 1984, William Zabka, the character who plays the bully from Karate Kid. Everyone oh, at God. home, everyone at home, look up images of the bully from Karate Kid. He looks exactly like it. You will see when the face reveal occurs.
1: I do not like... I do not like the face of that guy. He looks like he doesn't uh, kiss his mother goodnight on the cheek. So for that reason, I will go Whoa. with Braxton. I, hmm.
2: Dwayne The Rock Johnson would be perfect. Adam, exactly. I told you multiple
0: <laughs> times, I do not like this character. I, I have it on... Oh, that It doesn't matter. You're not the one producing the film.
1: Well, you know what, Adam... <laughs> Next question: Which TV chef did Zach meet in person and got flipped off by? Ooh. Guy Fieri, Rachel Ray, Chef Emeril, or Bobby Flay?
0: I I think you told me this before, uh, but just going okay. If I'm gonna use test-taking logic here, I will. Okay, this isn't really test-taking logic. It's just common knowledge. Uh, it couldn't be Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri is too nice, right? Uh, so moving past that, who who's most likely to flip you off? I would say D. Bobby Flay. Final answer.
1: Okay. And Braxton, what is your answer? As
2: as much as I would love for it to be Rachel Ray, I think that would be hilarious. I I do think uh, it it is on brand for Bobby Flay. I don't want to copy his answer, but I feel like that's that's the most likely one. Bobby Flay seems to be the kind of guy that would do that.
1: Well. Luckily, you're correct. Bobby Flay did do that, and I'm still hurt from that, so both <laughs> of you got a point. Uh, the fi- uh, the score right now is Braxton, four points, Adam, three points, and a very controversial score. Next question. There's only there's only two questions left. What is the color of the underwear I'm currently wearing? Who answered last time? Was it Adam? Yeah, Adam answered first last Okay, time. Braxton, what is the color of the underwear I'm currently wearing?
2: Um is it a trick question?
1: It is not a trick question.
2: I liked how, uh, how you
1: clarified because you do know yeah. me. It is not <laughs> a, what I specifically put some on today just for this question.
2: Ah. I'm gonna say black. I feel like out of my roof. Oh, he's cheating. Take take a point off. Oh my goodness. He's trying to go and snoop on your underwear. That's a that's a crime as well as a cheating. I'm going to, I'm going to,
1: I don't even know what to say right now. Uh, Adam, you cannot answer this question because you might've looked. I Braxton, could not see. You get a point because it was black.
0: <laughs> if, you're, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You, well,
1: you know what? You didn't even, uh, you, you see what happens when you try to cheat.
2: See, this is how much At- you know, Zach, not how much you can find out about Zach in two minutes. Hey. Braxton
1: has five points, and this one this this one uh, question is worth three points. So Adam, you can still win this very well. The final question for all the marbles, what state did I film the majority of the popular series Zach versus Wild? I filmed this. Do not look it up. Uh, i I, Do think I get to go private. first. Uh, I'm going to say Braxton goes first because uh, he could just say the same answer as you and get the same amount of points. So to avoid that, Braxton will go first. What state did I film the majority of in the popular series, Zach versus Wild?
2: Zach versus Wild. Um, I'm going to feel like uh, this was the time that you were at uh, Norwich, so I'm going to say Vermont.
0: Okay. And Adam, what is your guess? Well, I could say uh, the same answer. I know you were also in Pennsylvania for most of your life, but you were also in uh, the cheese state. But I, his logic is pretty sound, I and I hate it, but I'm going to have to go with him and say Vermont.
1: You My are language. considering if you do copy him. But it does not matter because it is Vermont. Congratulations, Braxton! I you win. Better than my own
0: roommate. This is <laughs> this is this is uh, this is a little unfair. The
2: odds are stacked against me, but
0: uh. it's, it's, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna argue the results. Uh, I'm gonna. Well, go you can ahead.
1: argue all you want, uh, Braxton. What is the name of the child you are going to name? Okay. And by the way, Alex, I apologize, but he did win. So. And I can't, I can't change it. I can't take it back.
2: All right. Well, if it's a guy, it's going to have to be Slagathor. That's just awesome. No, wait, no, wait. If it's a girl, it's Slagathor. If it's a guy, Throckmorton.
1: Okay. Well, Throckmorton, Van Buskirk <laughs> will be the name of my first son. And what was the the, the female one?
2: Uh, Slagathor.
1: Slagathor. Very well. And uh, I guess that also means that you were correct on Troidner's cat in Ukraine. I always so, uh, was. <laughs> <laughs> I always were. Well, before we wrap up, before we wrap up this epic episode, we have one more thing I wanted to discuss with you two. Uh, I've been doing this podcast for over two years now, um, really more like a couple months, and then haven't done it for two years. But we had a very popular segment where we actually asked a question that our fans posed to us, and we had a lot of emails because we haven't done this in two years. But there was one that kind of stuck out when I was trying to find one, and I wanted you're too you you guys feel like you've lived a thing or two and know a thing or two so i just wanted to get your taste on uh just help one of our fans out there in a bit of a pickle
2: all right bruh
1: okay so uh, i'm just going to preface this with uh sorry in the letter uh starts off with uh hi zach and helen helen was the original host she's kicked off so it's uh hi zach adam and braxton now very big fan of the show i didn't even know where to start with this I'm dumbfounded. She just stormed out of the house and I'm sitting on my bed asking myself a lot of questions. Me too. I live a pretty normal life and I thought so, uh, and I thought so did my girlfriend. We've been together for a few months and after things got serious, we moved in together. We started sharing a lot of household responsibilities, but one thing she was adamant about is doing the laundry. She would come at home, find me in the bedroom, getting the laundry together and working quietly And uh, like she was hiding something. Uh, And uh, I wouldn't stop her. This is where it takes a turn to be weird. I keep all of my socks and underwear in the bottom of the drawer. And I also go to the gym frequently. So I always have a good supply of clean gym socks ready to go. I never kept count. But I know just at a visual glance, I always have several pairs. This morning when I went to grab a fresh pair from the gym, I noticed that there were several dress socks, but no gym socks. Again. Not weird, they must have been in the laundry. I went to check the laundry basket and it was empty. So I checked the washing machine and dryer and both were empty. Okay, dude, you really gotta wrap this up. I couldn't figure out where all my socks were going. I did the very natural thing in asking my girlfriend what happened to them. And she, cause she's the one that does the laundry all the time and she went silent. Uh, she ran out of the room and started crying. When I went to go after her to see if she was okay, she wouldn't talk to me. I told her I wasn't mad. I was just looking for my socks. She mumbled, I i don't know. I still wasn't mad, of course, but I was super confused. Socks just don't disappear. So I asked her again and even laughed about it. She just looked at me and got mad. I'll buy you new ones, she said. The first thought went through my head was somehow she managed to destroy my socks while washing them. I thought the sight was actually pretty funny, so I joked about it. And uh, that was wrong. Thing to say. It was the wrong thing to say. She started crying immediately again. Like full on sobbing, and to the point I don't care about socks anymore. I just want to know what's wrong. I sat there and kept saying, uh, she sat there and kept saying she was sorry and she'll buy me new ones. I just assumed, again, it was okay. Even when Safar say I would buy new socks and that she didn't have to. I sat with her for a few minutes trying to calm her down and I get ready for work. I told her I loved her and I left. On my way out, I grabbed the garbage to take outside. When I got outside, I lifted the lid. And I noticed a plastic bag sitting on top. I could see through the bag, the kind of semi through ones, that my socks were in there. Since I was sure uh, that somehow she ruined them, I wanted to see for myself. I opened the bag and immediately regretted the choice. There, inside the bag, there were several pairs of gym socks covered in what looked like poop. As soon as the smell hit me, I knew it was poop. Uh, so number one, we don't have pets. Number two, we don't have kids. Number three, whose poop is on the socks? So it looks like the rest of the letter, he says, uh, he asked her, is this her poop? And, uh, she just ran away crying again. So I am now sitting on my bed with a bag of poopy socks on the floor with a lot of (laughs) questions in my head. (laughs) The only conclusion is that she used them after going to the bathroom, which... That alone has its own set of questions above everything else. I sent her a text asking her to come back. She hasn't responded yet. I don't even know what to say if she gets back. What do I do? Thanks, Tyler Bellew. P.S. Don't use my real name. name. This is really embarrassing. (laughs) Okay.
0: Wait. So, so you said you said that this was uh, the these letters have accrued over the two year period between when yeah, you... yeah this is uh, one more it. recent one
1: yeah uh, our fans one of the segments is we always read a a letter from the fan asking for advice like sometimes a relationship esque advice uh, this is the first poop sock one but... well
0: it's it's understandable especially if this was sent in during the uh, 2019 or 2020 time frame specifically 2020 uh, no this there... was sent last week. Oh, well, then that's weird. Maybe it's a, it might be a habit that they picked up during the uh, the Great Toilet Paper short of 2020.
1: Okay. Uh, but, I mean, you're kind of going into the why. Uh, I think Tyler here is more asking, uh, what, what should he do from here? He's sitting on his bed with a bag full well, of poop socks.
0: He should probably buy a new pair of socks. I mean...
1: Well, yeah, that's the first thing. Okay.
2: Yeah, but that's a risky one because, you know, in a week's time, it'll be covered in poop again.
0: Well, maybe if he should wears... He he might wear dress socks instead in the meantime, right? Like he uh, apparently those weren't used, but his gym socks. I mean, if you think about it, right? Gym socks are usually a little bit more cushiony, right? They might they might feel better on the if you know if you're using them to clean up.
2: All right, I think you're getting too much into the weeds about the poop socks. I think I think, <laughs> I think I we should Tyler just
0: wants some help here.
2: Yeah, we're we're trying to help him here, Adam. We're trying to actually get to a conclusion. Uh, and I think the first question you got to ask yourself is. How big of a deal is this? Are you okay with having your socks become poop socks? She said I, she'd buy you new ones, so like, really, there's no consequence, right? Yeah,
1: but uh, I mean, should you just have like a uh, some poop socks that you wash and just have like your designated poop socks that she uses all the time, or like, are you going to keep is this going to be a cycle?
0: Well, I feel like I feel like once you use them once, right? Apparently, she's been going through multiple ones if she was trying to be you know, hidden about it. She would only use the same ones and she would have washed it herself. Right. She, I mean, it seems like, seems like she wants him to know. Right. Okay. So,
1: so, uh, I'll go to you first, Adam, if you, if she's, he's, you're Tyler sitting on his bed right now with a bag full of poop socks. What do you tell him? You, you tell him to break this off. Tell him just accept I, it. I,
0: what do you do? I tell, him to, I tell him to get the socks off the bed. And What well, I mean, that, 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 that would be my first step.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. But what's the overall message? Dump her.
0: I mean, that seems, that seems that seems a little shallow, right? I mean, it, what, what was their relationship at that point?
1: Poops, there? it's, it's their, this is his girlfriend. Poop socks, I feel like, could be a deal breaker.
0: Could be, but is it? I mean, it, this depends on him. So he has to weigh the consequences of his actions, right? Is he, is I he, think,
1: what about her actions? She's the one using the poop socks.
0: Yeah, but what, what led to this point where she didn't feel comfortable talking to him about it? I mean really, it might be his
2: fault. Okay. Okay. Oh, so dear, that's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Adam's blaming Tyler about the poop socks. Braxton, what do you do in this situation? How do you help
2: Tyler? I mean that that sounds like a, a, a an odd situation, but a very intense form of love. She only wants her to use gym socks as poop material. Um I don't know. It's uh, kind of a kind of an odd one. And if you think that's a too weird for you to continue the relationship then I don't think anybody would blame you but I would if, uh, uh,
1: if this was your relationship Braxton would you end it
2: like oh my goodness she actually likes me <laughs> <laughs> very well I mean, it's, uh,
1: it's she's just showing how intimate she is with the socks
2: yeah uh, there's a good and a okay. bad to that
1: so uh, more of the story uh, Tyler I think we all agree that you are one lucky fella <laughs> and just, just keep at it. Okay, uh, I think after uh, two years, this God, this this podcast freaking sucks. Uh, after two <laughs> years, I think uh, uh, this was a good uh, pick me up. We probably will be back at some point, but uh, I just wanted to go to you guys to for for a quick plug. Uh, if you guys want to tell the audience where to find you, what you guys are up to, and uh, something something quirky about you i uh, go throw it off to you first, Braxton.
2: Uh, good luck trying to find me, but uh, yeah, uh, always write backwards. That's the best way.
1: Okay, write backwards, uh, and then a quick plug from you, Adam.
2: Uh,
0: if you need to find me, uh, look outside your window. Uh, <laughs> words of advice, uh, our accomplishments are not our own. Everything you do is... Uh, is only enabled by the people around you and by the grace of God. So give thanks to those around you.
1: Okay. And uh, I mean, once again, I just want to give you guys uh thank you guys for coming on the show. You guys really helped Tyler bell you out. I know he doesn't want us to use his real name, but uh, thanks for helping him out. Uh, Braxton, thank you for naming my child and uh, supporting Ukraine. All proceeds to this podcast will be going to uh, something involving Ukraine.
0: And also so, our thoughts and prayers.
1: Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and, and prayers.
2: I'll, I'll support you anytime you need a podcast co-host or uh, anytime you need help with a little Throckmorton Van Buskirk. Well, good, good. And uh, <laughs> next episode actually is going to be pretty, pretty crazy. This piece so hard is bound
1: to make your chest hurt. I got a shout-out to Zachary Van Buskirk. Fan-fam podcast, 10 out of 10. Shout-out to all the listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Number one in the game. Top-notch, top-shelf. Everything you need, you don't need nobody else The competition, I don't see them, they retreated You dealing with a boss, underrated, undefeated Hey, VanFam, uh, VanFam podcast Number one in the game, where's Crown at? VanFam, let's go